as you hear from Dr. Ed Feathers. We had it on on Monday, didn't we, Wayne? The Sale GP and the success for Australia in the final over New Zealand. Let's chat to Dr. Ed Feathers, host of Let's Go Sailing, about that. Good morning, Ed. Morning, Jacob, and morning, Wayne. What a great week it's been for Australian sailing, Ed, and that was a pretty good way to start it uh, with uh, what happened there at the Sale GP. We'll get to that, but I'm sure that probably headlines Let's Go Sailing this afternoon. Yeah, well, for sure, it was absolutely amazing, and uh, what a great win for Australia. Probably some of the best sailing I've, I've, I've ever seen. Look, this week uh, we'll be following the Fremantle Exmouth Yacht Race and Rally. That kept me busy this week. I've been able to follow it from the comfort and dryness and safety of my home via the Yellow Brick Tracker and the Offshore WA Facebook page. The publisher of the Offshore WA Facebook page is Laurie Flynn. He's a consummate ocean racer. And before the race, he published his odds on who would be the likely winner in that race. Well, I've asked him to come on the broadcast this afternoon to justify his predictions against the reality of those results. So that'll be good. But as you say, Jacob, um, that uh, sailed GP race in San Francisco last weekend, um, that was really a final for the century really it was amazing great sailing so we'll certainly be headlining that on our show all right well tell us about that race um and and how it uh, well panned out the top three teams on rankings after the 11 events of the season raced in san francisco last sunday in that one sudden death race for winner take all and all was really a lot one million us dollars for the prize new zealand great britain and aussie Went at it right from the start with Australian Tom Slingsby driving. He he won the race after nearly falling off the foils on the penultimate leg with New Zealand tracking them down and right on their heels. At the press conference after the race, Slingsby thought it was a bit stunned by it all, but he talked about the pride and confidence in his team and acknowledged the quality of that opposition, the Brits and the New Zealanders, great sailing countries, and talked about what was going on in it tactically and emotionally as they fell off those foils. Um, it was really worth watching. I'm just repeating myself here, Wayne. That pre-start and the first leg, some of the best sailing I've ever seen. Slingsby and the team, they went right in the face of the Brits and that finished them off at the start and then came at the New Zealand with like a left uppercut on the line and then got off the line at the same sort of speed, got that inside running at Mark 1 uh, and sailed faster and smarter down the, down the first leg to get a bit of a lead. And then in the end, they, they they had to do more tax, essentially, for those who understand that sort of thing, zigzags on the way down on the last leg to cover the New Zealanders and then tacked in a, a job, you know, a fairly light patch and then just about went off the floors. And Kinley Fowler and, uh, and uh, the Jason Waterhouse, the wing trimmer, in fact, kept the boat out of the water and they just snuck across the line. It was really fantastic. I, I think you guys were watching it, as you said, in the studio. We were, yeah, we were as the thrilling conclusion uh, came ever closer and, yeah, fantastic uh, effort from the Australian Sail GP team to win there the final of Season 3. Good news is we don't have to wait too long for Season 4, Ed. Uh, what's going to be new about Season 4 and when does it start? Yep, Chicago, 30 days, not too far away. And those that love their sailing know that these, these events are held in really iconic venues. There's a new coming in for Season 4. Um, so I'll increase the teams and five previous venues go, but there's new venues. Los Angeles, Toronto in Italy, Auckland instead of Christchurch uh, there, United Arab Emirates, Canada and New York. Uh, so that will expand the events to 12 venues. Very professional circuit, fast, skillful, exciting, 
great for attracting youth to the sport. And from the numbers, it seems like a lot of non-sailing public but sporting public are enjoying the race. Um, I know you'll chat about it on the, your show this afternoon, but this week, Fremantle to Exmouth Ocean Race. You want to give us a little bit of an update? Yeah, 700 nautical miles, far too far for you and me, Wayne. Um, it's the third of these to Exmouth, started last Saturday afternoon. All but one of Division 1 IRC have finished. The first couple of Division 2 of about 12 nautical miles to sail as we speak. After the first day of racing with a bit of breeze, pretty light, light, particularly in the middle of the course. I mean, you don't expect no wind near Geraldton. You've seen those trees up there mm. in Dongra. They bent over, but bloody no wind there in the middle of the course. So it's been a slow old race. Provisional results indicate that David Davenport's crush is going to win Division 1, Enterprise Next Generation second, and a good win by a good third place by Serene. Uh, Bill Henson in Division 1 and Wyuna Hillary Arthur looks like taking out Division 2, they're about 12 nautical miles out um, Exmouth would be a good place I reckon to stay away from right now, all those sailors and all those stories from the race course over all those days, oh my gosh um, uh, it's a good place to stay clear of but I'm glad to report that Let's Go Sailing co-host Warren Erasmus arrived there safely last night at about 2.54 in the morning so um, yeah, lots of people there and uh, Pretty popular race, really. I can imagine. And uh, yeah, plenty of people following through the, uh, the Yellow Brick Tracker, as you've told us a few times, Ed. Uh, we'll hear more about it on Let's Go Sailing this afternoon from 1 o'clock. Have a great show, Ed, and have an even better weekend. Yeah, have a nice day, guys. Ta-da. Bye. Ed Feathers joining us. Uh, host of Let's Go Sailing, Warren Erasmus, a big part of the show. As well, we don't hear a lot from Tony Pugh these days, who's been a real staple of that show as well.